Welcome back to another episode of Fighting for Justice. Y'all know who it is. This is JJ. This is Dave, fresh off COVID. <laughs> <laughs> this is Josh. Yeah, so, what up? you know, just so our viewers and listeners get a taste, uh, you know, I've been out for about two and a half weeks with COVID, and you know, the whole time I was out, Biden got it like three times. Uh, none of you guys got it, luckily, and I mean that sincerely, except for Josh, but um, thanks for clarifying that yeah um <laughs> but i kept hearing you know this this is this is mild these are mild uh, oh you're vaccinated this is gonna be mild here's the deal i don't know what we're comparing it to i guess it's death so yes i didn't die but if that's if that's kind of the measuring stick at this point like uh, mild this shit was mild I, I, don't, I don't know though there was there was a day when you like first called i think you got on like a saturday and then i called you on either that saturday or sunday and you sounded pretty close to death. I mean, like, <laughs> you definitely sounded pretty bad. Nah, I mean, it was... Uh... What the C- what they're saying is the vast majority of cases for people that are vaccinated under 50 are, are mild. The symptoms are mild. Yeah. So yeah. just because your case wasn't mild... Yeah, and my wife's... Doesn't mean... Yeah. What, and my just, wife's not mild. I don't right? know. What, what were your wife's symptoms? This all We had the whole smorgasbord of uh, awesome COVID <laughs> shit. So fever and sore throats and cold and... I, I, Migraines. Yeah, my favorite part was sweating, but also freezing. Like, it was amazing. The air made me want to kill myself, right? So it was but like I was the, sweating. So, like, I had no choice but to just sit there and hate my life. So it was the flu, basically. Well, it, wait, but actually, actually, let's talk about one thing that's kind of funny through that is how... Because you're the business owner, right? So you call out, you're like, yo, I'm sick. So what I tell you, I'm like, yo, I got it. Don't worry about it. Just get some rest, right? True. But then there's still people who are calling like, well, how sick is he? Yeah. <laughs> now, see, that's, that's This is up. what I mean. So we keep telling everybody in the world. I mean, oh, like, this- go, uh, well, here's his oh. address. Go check him out. <laughs> right. Oh, this shit's mild, right? So then people have the nerve to be like, well, is he really sick? Because it's mild. Here's the deal. It's not fucking mild. It's not mild. It sucks. Right, but it I, sucks. I think that I think that this is something that kind of a lot of professionals can understand because, like, a lot of times, people who aren't professionals, when you call out sick, you're sick, right? Like, you don't, you're not worried yeah, about your absolutely. job. Like, you, 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 you once you your job I'm says okay, in. I'm not coming in. Like, you're, you're done for the you're day, good. right? No like, one calls. Imagine you. a world where you called out sick on a regular job, <laughs> and Walmart <laughs> called in was like. Well, how sick are you? Because we really kind of need you to stack yeah, yeah. these fucking boxes over here in the corner. <laughs> like, like, for real? Exactly. We have the only job where it's okay to be like, yeah, but how sick is he? Right. Because, like, you know, well, my, I didn't get my kid on Tuesday at 1 o'clock. Like, how yeah. sick really is he? Because, like, this custody order, this divorce is not going to finish it. So you tell Dave I don't care about his COVID. And, all, and like, yep. I guess people just think, like, if I was, if you had something truly important, like, I wouldn't ask one of you guys, like, hey, by the way. This is truly important, and it can't wait for me to come back. Like, can you help me? Like, right? Can you cover this for me? You know what I mean? Like, which is what I did. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I was in multiple places covering for you. Like, I'm. A, I guess. I guess if it. But that's the thing. It. It wasn't that important. <laughs> it never is. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a profession where if like <clears throat> you're sick, but like you're not really sick. Yeah. Like. Oh yeah. If you don't respond to an email, like. I actually have a friend. Who, I don't care. If you don't return my phone call, <laughs> I don't care. 
Like, I need to know. I need answers to my questions right now. Right I now. Care. I don't care if he's sick. That's, that's all I'm asking. Here's the deal. Let's just stop saying it's mild, right? Even <laughs> if it's mild for you, no one yeah. cares. Well, here's what we'll do. We'll, we'll, we'll send an email to the Washington Post <laughs> and be like, we need you to reprint that article and say, Dave Strenfell's case was not mild, but the vast majority. I still can't smell, right? I still cannot <laughs> smell. For real? Yeah. Absolutely. I'm not like I'm that he knows that. I've been saying it forever. I was like, if I don't get my smell and taste back, I'm gonna punch somebody in the face. You can't taste either? No. Well they're, they're, no, I didn't know they're, that. they're pretty much yeah. connected. You can't okay. smell, you yeah. can't taste. Well no, I know, but like And like I don't have any symptoms. I'm not coughing, I'm not stuffed up anymore. Must be nice. You know it might be long COVID then. No, it's just COVID. This is what I mean. We came up with all these terms instead of just telling people the truth. This shit sucks and it's called COVID. Right, like, so we come up. That's what I mean. Is that is that the spicy version of COVID? Then? <laughs> oh, you might have long COVID. Oh, so it wasn't mild. It was long. You know, like here's well, the deal. Dude, there's documented. Case, there's people it that have had symptoms sucks. for a year. There's it people that suck. No, all right, we can agree. I'm, I'm sure it does. I mean, I had it. Thankfully, mine mine was the mild version. Yeah, I, didn't get I got I got this nice new strain. You know what I mean? That like it had. It was like, oh, you remember when people weren't getting like some of the symptoms? You get all of them. Have fun. Are you boosted? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and like this is what I was telling you, and you immediately like, oh, Dave's conspiracy theorist. I was like, the vaccine doesn't work against new strain. That's why they're working on an updated booster. Right. But you immediately were like, oh, fucking conspiracy, Dave. <laughs> vaccine didn't work. I don't want to hear this. It, it doesn't. It, it's just the, the, the idea is that it's going to make the symptoms more manageable. Well, oh, so more, you don't have on. to be or, hospitalized. Or it, if, it prevents hospitalization. Well, yeah, if you were going to put it point, another way, yeah. you were going to say a mild, weren't you? So that, that's Life, what I mean. Non-life-threatening. Right. But that's insane. We don't we don't call other shit that's pretty serious. Be like, well, it's mild because you well, did I mean, No, I, I, I kind of get Josh's point because like, the point of taking the flu shot isn't that like you're never going to get the flu. No, right? I so you don't get, get it, as sick. Yeah, it won't be as bad. So it's the same thing. It sucks that yours didn't work out. You caught a hell of a right hook. Whatever. But uh, <laughs> you have to pick yourself off off the ground. Young All sir. I'm saying is we need a new we need a new yep. standard over here. <laughs> it should just be comparing. It's either mild or death. It definitely gave. There's got to be standing eight count. He was yeah. six, there's, yeah. seven. There's got to be something in the middle. There's not just like throw in the towel. <laughs> throw in the towel. That's all I'm saying. I'm being real. I need something in the middle. Not mild. Not death. We don't call it severe. Whatever you want to do, you know. Because mild is a cold. That's not a cold. It's not every. If someone ah, tells you shit. it's a cold, I, I ain't gonna hold they, you, man. You are a liar. I believe that, like, for the longest time, I've always believed that, like, women are mentally stronger than men because, dog, when I get, like, the common cold, the day is the fuck over. Oh, right? yeah, like, the day yeah, is done. Absolutely. I don't wanna do nothing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, don't, don't ask me. Like, first of all, yeah. I have seen women with the flu, like, go to work, <laughs> raise children. Like, like, don't even cry around me. Like yeah. I want all, I turn into a full-grown baby when yeah, I get it's the called common the, it's cold. Called, it's called, <laughs> it's called the man flu. Yeah. They have a term for it. And I, I am a professional. You're, man. yeah, you are a professional man flu. And, you're the walking embodiment of man flu. Hundred percent. Like the second I feel like I'm getting sick, my life is over. Right. Yeah, you're done. Like, yeah, I don't want to talk to nobody. I would do yep. I haven't been it. sick in like three years, so that I woke up and I had a fever, and I immediately. Like I walked in the, I was at my dad's house, unfortunately, because I was afraid I was getting him sick. I, it was like five thirty in the morning. I walked in. She's like, "What are you doing?" I was like, "We're going home." She's like, "Well, I was like, I have COVID," and she's like, "How do you know? Take it because test. you had a sore throat." <laughs> no, because I had a fever. Yeah, okay. I woke up with the worst headache in the world, but then I was like, 
this is not a headache. You know, yeah, it no, felt you, very and weird. you said you, you woke up like sweating. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, man, my head is killing me. And then immediately I'm like, I have it. And everybody's <laughs> like, you, you know, I don't know. And then I got home and immediately tested positive. I was like, see? And then from there, I was dead. My life was over. And when did your wife? <laughs> when did your wife test? <sighs> Probably the next day. And she had the she same symptoms. She was like one day. She so she symptoms? had a sore throat. I didn't, but okay. she didn't get a fever. Yeah, see, it's weird, man. It's so crazy how it hits everybody different. Yeah. But we had all the, the same other strain hits. Yeah, like, all we had all the other symptoms together, which were real fun. Like being <laughs> as tired as possible. Yeah. Like that is the worst. Shit. You'd wake up. I'd wake up and be like, "All right, today's good. Everything." And then one o'clock, I'm like, "So I'm going to bed." Yeah, and you just pass out. That's welcome to being a parent. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine feeling like that at one o'clock all day, every day that I you mean, felt. I nah. mean, I would feel like, bad for you, but you asked for that shit. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's another topic. This is, this is, this is the no that's, children. Right? Is, yeah. Exactly. That's the no kids exactly. couch. Exactly. We'll call that the no kids couch. We are. And you are not allowed over here. We are much I don't want, yeah, I can't. Yeah, don't paint our size. Right? <laughs> that tired COVID shit over there. All right. So speaking of, we're going we're gonna to move on. We're going to move on to the next one. So I showed you guys. Hopefully, we'll be able to put it up for you guys. Uh, there's a video of Tio and Karen. First of all, you had your your boy right here, your husband right here. So first of all, I don't do that type okay, of stuff. <laughs> here she crying. There's Karen. Look at this. This is unbelievable. Swear to God, I've never been a part of nothing like this. I wasn't, but I asked him to slow down, and he started. He got out of his car and started harassing me. He put his car in park. Right, because you're gonna yell at me and telling me I'm almost hit you, and I didn't. But you didn't have to get out of your car. You didn't have to talk to me that way either, Karen. First of all, you had your your boy right here, your husband right here. So first of all, I don't do that type okay, of stuff. Relax. You did. You put your car in park and you came uh, at yeah, me. I, I, first of all, I didn't come at you. Yes, you, can, you did. You can stop all of that, Karen. Her husband tried to tell her to go in the house, but no, she wanted to do the whole Karen thing. So I'm going to be here with my camera to show everything. You were speeding through the neighborhood. He was not. I was in the garage. You're lying now because I was sitting in the garage. No, this is real. This is real life in 2022. This is real life Karen stuff. <laughs> I've seen it on, on, on TV. I've seen it on video, but I've never really been a part of something like this. And our latest Very episode well. of Karen's. So, oh yeah, let's get in on this. I'll give you guys a quick version. Here's essentially what happens. Does everyone know what a Karen is, though? Do you want to explain If that? you don't, if you're in 2022 and you don't know what a Karen is, let me put it, let me put it to you this way. Why don't you explain it? I, I know anybody, what it is. Anybody I know who what it don't is. know, don't look like me. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. Because so uh, I'm not talking to my people. You explain it to the people I'm who just, don't it's know. A, a Karen is a basic white crazy bitch. That's what yeah. I think. <laughs> <laughs> yep. The chick that goes into Target and demands to talk to the manager. And I throws guarantee a, and throws you, a if, you yep. if you Google the definition, it's almost verbatim what Josh <laughs> Right. <Yeah. laughs> that was a very good definition. <laughs> The chick that like no hairdresser in the entire county will t will t will service <laughs> because there's a problem with her every single time. There's a problem with the hair. Yeah, like yeah. that's we all know. We, yeah, right. And like the funniest thing I'm to just me about sure the Karens. Oh yeah, 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 yeah no, no, we, we want to be honest. Right. Yeah. Right. I think that the funniest thing is that the Karens have gotten like the rap for being like racist is like their big problem, but like. The problem is that they're usually just like annoying people. I, I think like racism just, just comes. It's just another facet just of another, like a way that they're annoying as hell. But yeah. they're annoying as hell in a lot of ways because yeah. they're entitled. They think that everything right. is owed to them. It's right. like 
well, I should be able to do this, and you should I just take it. Cream. Right. They don't hate every. They, they hate everybody. It's not just right. black people. Right. Like they they hate white people. Too. Exactly. But then when they do hate. it, right? When they do it to black people, it's used. The reason why is like, oh shit, they're not even trying to hide their racism. Like, oh this, no, they don't. They oh, just no. put it right yeah. out there. Karens like, are racist. <laughs> oh yeah, no, it's, yeah. They're definitely racist. They don't care. But they're definitely not going to hide it. But they're kind of like equal opportunity haters, is what I'm trying to say. That's correct. I agree. Like, with that. You know what I mean? I agree with that. Like, if you're the manager, whether you're black or white, <laughs> right. you're catching a lot of shit. You're catching a load of shit. So what anyway. happened in this one was that Tio was going to his mailbox. He put it on live, so you can go up there and watch it, or Dave's gonna put it up. But essentially, this woman says um, that Tio was like speeding through the area. Terrell Owens, football player, he said he's like, listen, no, I wasn't. Then she switches the story and says, you almost hit me. And he's like, all right, we're not going to do that. I didn't almost hit you. Like, you're on this, like, I didn't, we're not going down that road. The police are there. Now, here's where my problem starts coming in. Because the police come to, to Terrell Owens, they tell him, calm down. But I'll never hear them tell her to calm down. The police come to Terrell Owens and they say, let me see your ID. I'll never hear the police say, let me see her ID. Mm-hmm. And then about a minute and a half into the video, once the police are there, she turns on the waterworks and theatrics and... Oh my God, I'm, I just don't know what to do. And meanwhile, Tio's got to just stand there, like as he's, as she's saying things to him. And the greatest thing she said was that, I told you to stop speeding. You got out of your car and started harassing me. Like, bitch, you talk to me. <laughs> like, that wasn't the best part, dude. Come on. It, no, the best it, part. it all happened step by but step. But the best like, part was, you are a black man coming at a white woman. Oh, oh right. got it. Got yeah. it. Now, now all right. understand. Now, understand. Now, now you told us exactly how you feel. But in what world do you think that it's okay to, for you to start harassing somebody and then blame the person of like, if I called you or, or anybody like started messing with you, Josh, and then you said something back? I don't think I could say you were harassing me. I think you were responding to what I started, right? Yeah, absolutely. What's the mind frame? Why aren't the police like more upset at her? Why doesn't this end with her in handcuffs? I wish I hmm. Do you know where this happened? I don't know where T.O. lives. I was actually going to ask that too. That's the only thing. I wish I knew. Because some states have new laws where that's illegal. They, they I, all should have them. I agree. They should all like. I actually you, don't know how many either. Yeah, it might dude, be New York. Yeah, I mean, you know, know how hard New it's going to be able to get like it. convictions on that. Well, I don't. Like, I don't even like, care. Just but, try, arrest them, and put them through. Most cases, as you know, never make the trial anyway. They will plead out long before that. Karen, you think that you think Karens are pleading to this shit? Karens aren't pleading. I'm okay with them not pleading. What I'm Karen's not okay with is them not getting arrested and charged. I think this is the problem that I, I believe a lot of white America misses. It's not even always about the conviction. Did we see the cop, by the way? Did we see not the cop? In the video, no. Not the cop clearly in the video. Do we know he, if the cop was white or black? Don't know. I don't know okay. if the cop was white or black. All right. But I, my point is that I think black people will feel better if when things happen, like police kill someone, right? We arrest them, charge them, and put them through the same fucked up process that we put all the minorities and the poor people through. And at the end of the day, whatever happens, happens. We don't have to be happy about the verdict, but if this woman calls the police bold enough to call the police on somebody for basically being black, she should be arrested and charged with harassment even. Because that is at least harassment. Harass, harassing T.O.? Yes. Or harass, okay. 
Let me that is at though. least in, harassment. In, my, in the video, I thought Keo said he called the cops. No, she did. He okay. stayed there because he wasn't yeah. afraid. Okay. I've missed that part too, but okay, that makes more sense. That's because I swore, I right. thought I heard him say like, I called them. No, right? she says she, she threatened to call the cops and his response was, I stayed here and waited. Oh, God, okay. Right, and so like that's, Listen, black people don't enjoy calling the cops. No, like, it doesn't no, help us most mm-hmm. of the time. So, like, and just as in the video that we watched, like, when the cops got there, they responded to the biggest threat, which was a six foot three, four black man. Do we see her on the video? You do briefly. You she's holding up. She's like standing next to a bike. Okay. And her husband is like off to the side. You know what, I, what I really hated about this, and this is like police 101. When you, when you show up to a scene like that, what's the first thing that you do? You should ask for everybody's information. Who you are you? You separate them. You put you oh, put yeah, yeah, you yeah, put yeah, him okay. way okay. down the block <clears throat> and you put her way down the block. You wait. You once your backup gets there, you go talk to To. Your and backup goes and talks to her, True. and you and you deal with it. That's how you de-escalate a situation. What you don't do is have them both yelling shit back and forth between you, like you're like you're gonna get like you're some kind of like referee or <laughs> right. some shit like that. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. that was like so blatantly like against pot like proceed like sta- like like that's standard police procedure. So you don't. I mean, in a situation like if the cop shows up and separates them and like, all right, Tio, what, you know, tell me what happened. Right. Like, you and I talk. Okay, fine. I'm gonna go talk to Karen. You and I talk. <laughs> And it's resolved, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Probably it's resolved if that if that's the way. True. Probably. I agree wrong. with you that there should be some <laughs> repercussions for situations where people are just calling the cops on black people just for being black. I mean, I, I, my question is, how do you write? That's a tough law to write, and how do you enforce it? You know what I mean? No, I mean, I, I know there's a couple I, I think, on the books. I don't know. I mean, like this. Really, it's just to final, just to finish that point though. I don't even know if this gets on social media if the cop shows up and just and and puts them separates them i mean what do you guys think i don't know i think so because what's to gonna Terrell, record, but what's right. he gonna record at that point him just talking to the cop i mean i could gonna hear karen screaming right like true it, you know i mean but Terrell can still put his point of view out of like oh, hey look here's no, why the yeah, cops are here absolutely. blah blah but, so, but does it probably, this it's get not the as same juicy. level of like whatever it is whatever the kids call it going viral like is that what they call it <laughs> kids <laughs> Whatever the kids call it. Whatever the kids call it going viral. Does this go viral if if the cop does what he's supposed to do? The only, I mean, my my best guess, and obviously I don't know, but the only reason I would say possibly is because Terrell Owens is a celebrity with millions of like followers. So if he puts anything out, it can become news. But it does have, to your point, it is much less likely if the cops deescalate it properly. Right. T.O. Right. may not even be incentivized to do it because he may not be so mad anymore. Yeah, he's like, you know what? The cop handled it the right way. Correct. I'm not going to put this shit out. Right. Yeah, exactly. You know? I mean, you're, it's a combination of things. Yeah. But here's the deal. Stop calling the cops for no reason. I mean, that, well, I, there's just a basic But until there's a penalty for it, exactly. it's never going to exactly. stop. But that's so that's the problem. There's right? no penalty. That, that's, that's the and I know problem. they've passed them. Well, what like states said, are you talking about that you think have the law? They're, they're, I, I'd love to see how the law's written. They you know do what I mean? Exist. They exist. But okay. I don't know. So it's next... almost tied to their wasting of police resources, right? right? Like exactly. You're calling the cops for a non-issue. Right. Mm-hmm. Right? So when they show up, I mean, that's a little bit easier for them to gauge, right? So like, think about if you show up at this situation. You're like, first of all, I was driving down the road and she said I was speeding, so I stopped. And then she called the cops. 
that's that's a non you know what i mean, I mean you're I, the one I, harassing how him. do you really think that's her, her story is i saw him speeding so i said something he got out of his car i got intimidated so i called the cops well no i understand that I'm, but the basic side of it she yells at him he stops right. the car she calls the police like correct I, whatever correct. happened like you're the one but that I, caused it but i mean to me the reason why i don't think it's such a problem of like how do we enforce it we give the police carte blanche to make those decisions every day Right. Like they don't really know what our laws are either. They kind of like should they should, but they don't. I mean, they don't. Correct. (laughs) Most of them don't. That's why they mischarge. That's why they're always wrong about like when they charge, what they charge. That's why there's DAs. I was going to say that's why there's a (laughs) DA in the middle. Yep. Right. But a lot of times the DAs don't even see it. Before no, until it gets uh, so, to court sometimes. Right. So, like, we already give them that power. They already get to look, come to a scene, they hear two sides, and they decide which story they believe. We'll and domestic do. violence, right? There's two right. sides. Exactly. Same thing. Domestic they, violence. And they yeah. choose. Separate. Right. Yeah. They choose which one of them is usually the one with the bruises and yeah, all that shit. They're like, okay, you're yeah. the one that probably got lost this fight, so I'm going to charge you with the ag assault, simple assault. They weren't there. They're taking their best guess. They can do that. In cases like this as well, like, listen, you called us and what you told us was that he was intimidating you from your own story. You said something to him. He responded. You got intimidated. He doesn't seem to be intimidated. Your husband's here. What are you actually afraid of? My guess is that you called me because you didn't like what he said, which is exactly what you told us. I'm arresting you for no that. Shit. Well, I agree. And here's my what we'll guess, do. though. Here's yeah. what we'll do. That's not beyond a reasonable. We'll continue the Karen conversation because we'll look up the laws. Touche. And then we'll decide whether or not she should be arrested in this video. Oh, I'm already saying yes, but you're correct. And then what we'll do is we'll find more Karen videos and decide if they should be arrested because it sounds fun to me. (laughs) Yes, new segment. Should this Karen go to jail? Absolutely. (laughs) But first, let's see how they wrote the law. I don't actually know how they wrote the law. No, I'm I'm, I'm really interested to see. I remember seeing like a headline that a state passed an anti-Karen law, right? It might have been New York because I feel like... I think it's New York. That was where it first started with the the woman with the dog. Yeah, and then there was... But there was also... It happened somewhere where there was... It's going to be a more progressive it, liberal state like believe- they're not going to pass these laws in oklahoma <laughs> Absolutely no not. you know what i mean because so, everyone's a karen <laughs> right like, and racist correct yeah so so i could also be Illinois, not really i didn't mean to say that but <laughs> <laughs> yes you do. i don't mean all everyone from oklahoma is racist by the way i didn't mean that but i there was a there was like a family black family having like barbecue and there was kids swimming and mm-hmm. i think Somebody called the cops, like standing outside. She did. I can. Yeah. She it, became a very correct. Meme. She so became a one meme. of. It's one of these states, right, mm-hmm. where it got. There was just tons of videos of people doing the same shit. Because right, like, it happens all, right. all the time. They're like, so what we're gonna do is make it illegal. Now I don't know how they made it illegal, right? I saw the headline like anti-Karen law passed, and I was just like, yeah, like that makes. I didn't even read it because I was like, that makes sense. I, don't I wonder how, how often. I wonder how often they use it now that it's like in there. Yeah. It's probably so in there collecting we'll dust up, though, and right? shit. Yeah, we'll look like, it up and we'll see. We'll when see I how. so when I was a DA, um, it didn't happen a lot, but it happened more than once <clears> where <throat> cops would ask me like, "Hey, this this woman, this and th- this would typically be like it'd be like a 98 year old woman who was basically borderline Alzheimer's or with full blown Alzheimer's that still yeah. lived alone, and they'd be like, "Yo, she calls 911 every day. Like we're over there all the time. It's like because you know the milk spilled or she can't open the window or some shit like that or I can't get the TV to work. Yeah, and they would be like, "What? Like how do we?" how do we make this stop? And I'd be like, I don't really know. Yeah, what are you going to do? Like, what, I mean, you can't tell her to not call 911 when she has, a, and then she has a heart attack. Yeah. You know, like, and you, so 
anyway, that just to it's it's a it's it's not like this is a new thing. Like right, there's right. been this has been going on for many minutes well, forever, really. Sure. And it's I've definitely been approached by law enforcement about how do we make this stop? And I'm like in Pennsylvania, maybe you can't. I don't right, know. But, but I'm I'm I am but I much see, more I mean, okay with that, right? Because like listen, the lady with Alzheimer's, but it's still wasting resources. No, it it is, right? but the intent is different, and we know in yeah, criminal law the, yeah, intent the intent is really all that matters, right? Like listen, true. if you ninety eight years old, you don't even have intent, you know right? I mean? Well, right. You exactly. Know, and exactly. what I'll say is, you, like you had discretion as a district attorney, so even if, even if the cop had to charge her. We would just throw it out anyway. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. You right. could go, you know what? I'm not, not I'm not going to prosecute a 98-year-old woman. So, right. you know, nice try. Right. Or we would all go to court and be like, look, lady, just, just stop calling. <laughs> stop doing yeah. this. Like, hey, all right. talk to her. At, like, <laughs> call your daughter. Call your call somebody else. Have the phone company remove the phone line. You know, like yeah. something. <laughs> have the phone company. <laughs> that, that doesn't really get around the whole, like <laughs> no. if she drops dead and can't give tell her, you. But. Give her stuff for smoke signals. You know, whatever you need. Like, get oh, her off my God. It's a good thing you didn't make it as a as a DA because you would have been really bad at it. <laughs> you would have oh, been man. really he bad. <laughs> he would have been the DA where the defense attorney saw that his name was on the file and been like, "Fuck you." Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> they'd be like, "They'd be like, when it's is like, we're getting a great deal on this one? When is Dave Strenfeld coming back? Because he doesn't care about anything except dogs. Like, literally, you could yeah, kill, unless you, you abuse an kill animal, women, you could kill kids, but don't touch a dog because if you touch a dog, you'll go to jail for life." We yeah. would have. I would have had some great offers. You would have, <laughs> and the judges would have been like fucking <laughs> tossing your shit. Now the judges would be like, "I'm not accepting that, Mister Judge." His bosses, the DA, would be like, "Yo, Dave, no, let me see. Fired, let me yeah. let me see you real quick." Yeah. So here's your shit in the box right here, because like you got out. to go. <laughs> like, what are you doing, letting all the people out of jail? Dog? That sort of happened when I worked at the DA's <laughs> office because I cut that kid a deal. There was there was a kid. He was a uh, sovereign citizen. Oh God! Oh, they're the best. Yeah. 18, 18 years old, and oh, you know he had his car with no license plate on it. So, for anybody who doesn't know what a sovereign citizen is, very quickly, it means that you you believe you're not part of the United States. So your laws, like our laws, don't apply to you. Cops can't arrest you. All this stuff that just—it's not <clears throat> real. It's not real. That, that I was about to say, can we, can we can we just put this in there? First of all, a lot of you people think you're sovereign citizens. You're okay? Just because you don't believe that the law can govern you doesn't mean the law believes that. No, okay, we're the police, <laughs> right? You are going to be governed. Yeah. Right? Here's yeah, proof. one way or the other. The kid was driving down the road that you don't have a license plate, by the way. You know, so he had like a piece of paper on his license plate that said something like, you know. We're, yeah. <laughs> That's great. So the cops go to pull him over. He doesn't he pull over. He just taped paper to his life. <laughs> so the cops go to pull him over. Hey and man, they, the laws don't apply to him. Yeah. And he doesn't pull over. So he continues to drive for like 18 miles nice. at the speed limit. Right. <laughs> he crosses over state lines in Delaware, comes back. It's all in Chester County. So they arrest him and charge him with like every felony on the planet. Yeah. Right. Of course. Because they had to call on different, you know, yeah. Barracks, yeah. all types of stuff. Right. He calls he calls the stink for that. So when I get in there and I read the facts, and I talk to the trooper. I was like, so he never never sped, never won, never right, never went over the speed limit, never did like never put anybody in harm's way, stopped at stop signs, <laughs> <laughs> right? Like so, and then I'm in court and I hear his dad. You know what I mean? His dad clearly has just brainwashed him. Like mm-hmm. you know, none of this applies to you. Nothing matters. Like just oh, put okay. on this yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. So like I I made the decision to drop all the felonies. Right, and I think you. I think he was represented by a public defender. I do, but I was like, I'm not going to make this kid a felon 
Like, he's brainwashed by his dad. He was 18. I'm like, this is insane, right? right? So I did that, and immediately I got back to the office, and, like, an hour later I just got – they were like, you can't do this. You need to talk to this person and this supervisor. Like, you need to call people before you do this. And I was like, <laughs> I quit. Good. So, like, two weeks later I was just like, I'm done. Like, I just – you know that they were like, we want you to continue to be an. In-. I was like, I'm just, I'll do anything else. <laughs> wait, yeah. wait, but he did this as an intern. I know too. that's what makes <laughs> me worse. Yo, there are full blown district attorneys who do better than that. Yeah, because the trooper on your case called somebody for office. <laughs> was like, do you know I chased from this fucker for like three hours and, and he just like, dropped all yeah, the felonies? You're a fucking intern. Just toss my case. Yeah, man. <laughs> They had flames coming out of their ass, dude. I can't believe the trooper didn't like. Nah, looking back, try to get on you it, I off. Still, I still don't care. Man, they probably just like. At the, I, who knows? Because that's the, first of all, and also that's not really a tough. I mean, that's an easy prelim. You just talk. You call one witness and be like, "Yeah, I filed the guy all over the." He wouldn't we stop. didn't even have a prelim. No, I I'm just saying. All like, the felonies, and I, I was like, "Just wave up and like just plead to one of the misdemeanors." Oh man, like how's that not fair? It's. You know that's no fair. exactly. I, I want I want a true DA to answer. You know because he's not fair. really a true DA. He has too much of a heart. You I have a I have a heart, bro. Nah, nah, Come on. nah. Your heart is slanted. Your, nah, your heart nah. is slanted towards the you victims. You know that that you is feel, a fair deal. You feel more for victims of crimes. All the, like right. Yeah. But he slants towards defense attorneys. Oh, now, he definitely does. Right. Yeah, so yeah, like he, yeah. but he's even before he was like DA. That's kind of how he was. No, so he like, was a defense attorney <clears throat> in disguise, man. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, he really he was wasn't there to a like DA. sabotage. That's shit. why he sniffed him out. Was like, no, nah, you should get out of here. You don't. You don't belong. Out here giving deals and shit. You know that. <laughs> you know that was a fair deal. I'm asking you, what would jail? If... T- no, jail time. No, no, felon. But like felon. I, nah, I I would have jammed him up. <laughs> <laughs> See, because that's Damn. fucked up. What he did. I, first of all, I would have jammed him up just because he's a sovereign citizen or his dad is. I mean, like, look, this is what you get. Uh, I was hoping. <laughs> this is what I was. You're a felon, this... bro. You're gonna be a felon the rest of your I life. I was hoping man. that this kid remembered one day when he was like, you know, my dad says all this dumb shit, and that lawyer who was like, that shit's mm-hmm. dumb, so I'm not gonna make you a felon. He was like, I like that guy instead of my dad. Yeah, <laughs> and you know what? He probably was one of the first people in the Capitol building on January 6th. <laughs> <laughs> well, the laws don't apply to him, so it doesn't matter. Well, he can go you know, wherever he wants. Why sure. Well. What do you think? Black. Nah. Was he? Yeah. Yes. The black, the sovereign citizens are almost always black. I didn't know that. I'm oh, thinking no, like he was a, white. Yeah. I said he's white. Oh, oh I thought. Oh, oh, no. I missed that part. Nope. The sovereign citizens that I, well, I also always saw them in Philadelphia. So. Got yeah. Are they no. really? I was thinking that was, a, I totally, I absolutely thought that was a white thing. Like that was a white nationalist kind of thing. Maybe it's really not a race thing though. But again, like I said, like yeah, I no, saw them I when I was you... in the public defender's office where I'm in Philadelphia, so the majority of the people I see are, yeah. are black, so maybe that's why I assume oh, so. I thought you were super... That's why I was like, of course he was white. He's oh, out here no, in Chester I... County. <clears throat> Touche, I forgot we were in Chester. But, okay. Maybe it's not a race thing, though. Maybe it's just, yeah. listen, if you believe that, and it... I... Which it would be a real nice thing to believe. Like, hey, none of these laws oh, apply no, to that, me. Like, it's most, <laughs> it would yeah, be great. At, listen, out of all the beliefs on the planet, that is the best. Right? That is the most convenient. Like, no, you can't do that. Yes, I can do whatever I want. Your laws don't apply. But, I mean, most of our clients feel that way, though, right? They, they like, do. Yeah, like, they do. Yeah. And mean, that's not a defense. It's not like you can go into court and be like, well, I'm a sovereign citizen judge. So, they, guess what? That's what they try. Well, I know they try to do that. But it's <laughs> like, the judge will be like, I like go to swear them in. They're like, I don't believe in your laws. You can't swear them in. And the yeah. judge is like, so right. they, we're going to do this gonna, anyway. We're going to see how this goes. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to put you in jail for six months. And so <laughs> I remember my first encounter with a sovereign citizen. It was so like bizarre to me. 
and I was at the PD's office and they were telling me, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm not, these laws don't apply. And I'm like looking around <laughs> to be like, how do I explain to him that he's so wrong? Like, I don't know. You can. What's going on? But I'm like, sir, if we go into court with this, like, let me tell you what's going to happen. We're going to lose. Maybe I should like prepare uh, another defense just in case yours doesn't work. <laughs> like just yeah. just in case they say cool, but we're gonna do this anyway. Yeah, and then you're going to jail, <laughs> right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Man, okay, all right. So we're gonna jump into to Josh's uh, topic now. So I'm gonna let you take it. Cool. Yeah. So we had a uh, last month, July 2022. We had a record, boys. We had the highest. Well documented highest jury award in Chester County on a medical malpractice case. Um, Full-blown went to trial, jury came back, found for the young woman. Um, And we'll get into the facts a little bit, but just want to let you guys know. You guys can try to think, I told you it was a record. I'll give you the facts. And then you guys tell me what you think. See if you guys even come close to what the number was. And I'm just going to tell you, it's not a billion (laughs) <laughs> it's not a trillion in Chester County. So anyway, so this so this woman about um, 500 million or so. <laughs> yeah. And the other thing is it's going to get appealed and it's going to get whittled down, but anyway. So this woman, this young woman was 22 years old, 22, man. That's like it's 22 years old. Feels a lump on her breast, goes in, get makes an appointment right away with her doctor, goes in, doesn't see the doctor. She's a nurse practitioner. That's a million dollars right there. All right. But so JJ's already at a million. For one, for one visit with a, and you get to the, okay, all right. So JJ's at a million. Listen, See, I'm black. Every fuck up costs you a lot of money in my right, piggy right. bank. All right. Like, okay. I, I get to add slavery to everything that y'all fucked up. So like every mess up, I'm, I'm right to the top and so, a million dollars at the top like this. <laughs> my bad. Keep going. So, <clears throat> all right. So goes in, sees the nurse practitioner, nurse practitioner. She shows the, she should, you know, they look at the lump nurse practitioner apparently does not document the size or the shape of the lump properly. Does not order any testing, does not order, just basically says, yeah, you know what? Come back um, on your next menstrual period and we'll, we'll look at it again. Mm. All right. Whatever. Okay. She leaves, comes back during her next cycle, does not see the doctor again. Sees a nurse practitioner second time. Right. Now so we have to like probably like five million now. We're like six or seven already. All right. Got so, two fuck ups. Again, shows her the lump. Nurse practitioner looks at the lump. They doesn't, again, the allegations are, doesn't document it properly, doesn't do a proper examination of the lump, okay? Mm -hmm. Okay. And says, does not order, most important to me, again, is does not order any type of testing or or, or a scan. Uh, Up to 12. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, you guys couldn't go. We're climbing. (laughs) We're getting up there. (laughs) We get up there. Man, I want, we're going up. (laughs) Right? God, I want you guys on my next jury. (laughs) Yes, you do. (laughs) So... But but even more importantly, basically tells her, okay, follow-up is needed, which is the doctor's way of saying, don't come back unless... Follow-up is not needed is what follow you up, Follow-up as needed. So oh, it's, got it's, you. it's okay. listed as PRN in a medical chart. So it's basically like, we looked at, every, we looked at everything, nothing's wrong. Unless something if, changes? Unless something changes, got you. you know, we'll see you again. Okay, so the first appointment was in March. Okay. And, it ha- and again, this happened in 2018, so... This is, you guys can, obviously, other thing we want to point out to our viewers is how long these cases take, right? So yeah. this, that was 2018 when this happened. Okay. The verdict came down in 2022. So yeah. four years took to get this case to trial. So anyway, that was March. So she goes back in December. 
So December, I mean, whatever, whatever is that? What is that? Seven months, something like that. So March is three, December is twelve. Yeah. So nine, nine, nine months. months. <coughs> nine, nine months later, goes back, sees the same nurse practitioner again, but this time the lump is now the size of a golf ball, and it's extremely firm. So the nurse practitioner freaks out, sends her immediately for a diagnostic mm-hmm. examination, comes back that it's I think it was stage two breast cancer, mm-hmm. right? Okay. So immediately she has to have, you know, she has to have a hyster- she has to have a hysterectomy, um, and again this girl's twenty two, so now a hysterectomy still, is when they the removal of the, the, the breast tissue, okay, right? <clears throat> and no, that the cancer and the not a hysterectomy is it? Is it? A, yeah. No, well, anyway, we can figure that out, but that's what the, they had to the remove her breasts. Yeah. Re- okay. Yeah. The procedure was a hysterectomy. Yeah. They okay. Re- yeah. The breasts were removed. Mm-hmm. So. She has the procedure done. By the way, the cancer had already mis- mis- uh, metastasized into her lymph nodes. So they have to do it like an immediate procedure. And she now essentially has to live the rest of her life with the, with the, surg- you know, with the surgical scarring, with no, with, no bre- <laughs> with no breasts, and is at a clearly increased risk of dying young yeah. mm-hmm. because of what happened. And is at an increased risk for develop- re- you know, redevelopment of cancer and other yeah, I mean, yeah, basically anything that you could think could go wrong with this young woman, she's at an increased risk of it of sure. happening, rather okay. than, you know than a, than a normal than a normal twenty two year old should be. Right, right. It's not right. the shit you should be worrying about when you're twenty two. Twenty two, right? Right. Yep. So, I mean, obviously, there's a ton more that goes into. Th- I mean, that's the that's the cliff notes. That's the nutshell of the case. Sure. Okay, I'm All at right? like twenty five thirty. I mean, I was, JJ awards twenty five million. Yeah, yeah. Give it, okay, if we weren't in Chester County, I'd say a hundred. Right, like if we were, so if we were at a, if we were like in Philly, I'd be at like fifty. Out here in Chester, I'll cut it in half, and I'll say like twenty five. All right, that's closer. So jury came, jury came back eighteen million. Oof. Okay. Right. That's, that's pretty good for Chester County. That's phenomenal for Chester County. Um, obviously, they're taking into consideration the long term permanent damages that she's got. Right, mm-hmm. she's got to live the rest of her life potentially. Like they're they're giving her money for potential for ongoing medical care that she's going to need. But I think the other thing that they really kind of slapped down the doctor in the doctor's office on was the lack of medical care or lack of oversight. Let's call it for you go into a doctor's office expecting one thing to happen, and you get you see a nurse practitioner who basically <coughs> checks, who checks a couple boxes and sends you back out yeah, the door. Yeah. I think that's what. The jury, and again, I wasn't there. I didn't watch the trial, but reading between the lines here a little bit, I think that's what really got under the jury's skin. The fact that if a doctor had looked at the lump, yeah, would there right. be a different outcome? We may have would, it have been a di- would it have been a different outcome? Yeah. Right. right. And could they have caught it in March that's, when it was when it was stage one? So that's mm-hmm. the real problem. Could they I have caught have, it in right? March when it was stage one? Yep. And could they have immediately done a procedure that would have made this drastically less? Um, devastating on her life, yeah. right? And her yeah. long-term, long-term... I mean, who knows? I mean, I don't know if she's going to have kids. I mean, I don't know. You know, I, I don't know all the ins and outs, but like, man, that... All right. So, yeah. So, so when, you're, when you put on a jury trial, what you really got to do, what you really got to find a creative way to do is, is play to people's emotions. Yeah. Like, what's really going to get them either in, invested or get them upset or, or something that's going to, you know, slant that to your side. And I think what the these lawyers did was really harp on, you know, you pay really good money to these doctors 
you know, your insurance companies are paying a lot of money to these doctors. You go in, you know, a lot of times you're waiting around, you're waiting, you're in the waiting room for like an hour, 45 minutes to an hour, and you don't even see the doctor. Yeah. You see a nurse practitioner who, let's be frank, I mean, it does not have the education, training, or experience right. that a doctor does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You see a nurse practitioner, and then you're, you're you know, you're, you're thrown back out, and the doctor later on looks at the report from the nurse practitioner and just rubber stamps it. Yep. And I think that if I'm sitting on that jury and that's how you lay that out to me, that's going to resonate. You know what I mean? Like whether I'm from Chester County or I'm from Philadelphia or for wherever, like if you, if you lay a story out like that to me, yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, I'm going to, I'm yeah, right. right, right. It kind of is. It's kind of a question of damages because look, there's nothing that that doctor's lawyer or that doctor's going to be able to tell me. Yeah, that changes. That changes the w- that changes the fact that that happened. I agree. That you didn't see her on the that you did not see her those two times that she came in, and you could have potentially altered the the entire course of this woman's life. Yeah, right. Basically, right? well, right. here's the problem: you also took a year almost to diagnose cancer. March to December. Right. Yeah. yeah that's almost, yeah. to me that seems like a very unreason. Like that's come on, she. I'm not a well, doctor. I understand there can be, you know, reasons why you have a lump. I'll do, I understand, yeah, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But, you know, a year to diagnose breast cancer? Well, I think we should use this time, really, <clears throat> to kind of dig into and explain and educate a lot of our listeners. Because I know a lot of um, a lot of people who are underrepresented, right? And this is not just a black problem, but to me, it's really more of like a financial problem Mm -hmm. where you don't know what you're looking for. You don't know um, what you should be asking. And in situations like this, like what it sounds like to me, guys, is essentially when a professional messes up, right? And it costs you potentially your life, your limbs, your liberty, like freedom, things like that. People with money usually have a lot more options, right? Like, you're, okay, well, you're not selling me something. I can go get a second opinion. I can go get a third opinion. And usually what tips them off is the second or third doctor will say, you know, oh, well, you should have you should have been did this or, or that. I'm, or let's get a test run. Let's yeah. test. Let's run a right? test. Yeah. Right. You know? And when you only have one option or when you don't know that you should get a second opinion or you can get a second opinion or maybe, you know, you – you don't have the finances to, to go outside of your, uh, your your health insurance if you even have any. Can yeah, you kind of talk to part of the, the viewers of like what should they be looking for? Because everybody hears the big numbers, 18 million. That's the end. But that's not really how this young lady's situation started, right? Like it's unfortunate that all this happened. But I think if people know, like, listen, if something like this happens, I need to be calling an attorney to have them look into this potentially because maybe somebody's treating me bad. Maybe somebody's not giving me the care that I need. What are, what are things that they should be looking for? Well, I mean, the first, the first thing I would, if, if like, so if this young lady had called here, right. Mm -hmm. The first thing I, well, it depends on, obviously it depends on when she called, but like if she called me after, um, the initial consult that she had with the nurse practitioner, Mm -hmm. I'd have been like, go to somebody else. Like you have options, right? So, I don't know if this is answering your question, but like what, uh, like if you've got options that maybe even other people don't have mm-hmm. exercise them, right? Like right. use those, like get a second opinion. If you don't like the way, if, if you go to a doctor's office and you wait 45 minutes for somebody to look at a lump at your breast and you don't even get to see a doctor, right? And then they throw you back out. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, that's, the last time I'm, that's the last time I'm going there. Yeah, yeah. It's the last time my wife's going to go there. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, you know, women like breast cancer, like that freaks, like they're, all of them are fr- like, absolutely. They're freaking out. Like, but when, but by the time they turn 18. So, I mean, I, I guess I'm probably not answering your question. Like, can no, you, I think, what, I, think what, that, I think that's a there good are, There no, are certain people you that know what? don't have that option, though, that don't, can't go to a sec, don't have a, like, if you're from, you know, if, if you're, if you're in Philadelphia or you're in a, you're in an impoverished area of the city and you have a lump on your breast and you're 22. Yeah. Man, I don't know. I, and you go to a doctor and you see a nurse practitioner and they're like, yeah, you're fine. Don't worry about it. You know, come back if it gets worse. I think part that of that person's probably going to say, you know what? Okay. That, the, 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 the nurse practitioner, they, they might even equate a nurse practitioner with the same as, 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 a, doctor. as a doctor. Okay. So why you know don't we mean? start there then? And the spirit of education, why don't we tell them the difference? What is the difference between a nurse practitioner and a doctor? Well, obviously the, the, the doctor has gone through all the board, like all the medical exams, all the boards, and has practiced for a certain amount of time, like mm-hmm. delivered hands-on care for, and I don't, I don't remember what the, the, the actual number of time, number of years it is, but right. versus somebody that obviously the doctor in that office has seen probably every, every which way a lump can look on a right. breast, exactly. right? Right. right? Whereas a nurse practitioner has not. So, and I'm sure they get called, you know, again, like, 95% of these doctors are phenomenal and do a great job, but the ones that don't are the ones that you hear about yep. because they're o- because, and a lot of it has to do with we're trying to get as many people in and out as possible. Right. Yeah, we're right. over. Right. Yeah. So if I can farm some of these people off to my, to my nurse, nurse practitioner, practitioner and she I can, can get them out. And I, yeah, exactly. Dave, I mean, okay. that's exactly right. Okay. So the, the, you know, it's a little bit of a, it, it's a, it's a tough situation. It really is a tough situation, but to protect yourself from situations like this, Every patient that you gotta you gotta evaluate if you if you've got a situation where someone comes in with a potential cancer diagnosis, how are you gonna just yeah, give it to the NP? Shrug and them like, off. And I think part just of just write it, just just chart it however you want. I'll I'll stamp it and you're good. I think the main like, issue with like these cases, right? And it's a problem that I see. You know, we always like to give education. Like, here's how to prevent something like this. Here's the, I think the problem with medical malpractice is. Right. In a case like this, yes, right. You do at least have the option, right? So if you went that first time and they really kind of shrugged you off and you're like, you didn't even test the lump, mm-hmm. in that case, sure, you can tell someone you should definitely see somebody else. Right. Right. And medical malpractice hasn't taken place yet, right? Correct. And that's that's kind of where I'm going, right? Sometimes you don't even there's nothing you can do to prevent it. Right, so you go in for an operation, right, and <coughs> something gets done incorrectly. You mean if they did? You mean if they found it right away? Well, no, no, no. no. You, so I'm just speaking of medical malpractice in general, right? So each case is kind of different, well, yeah. and it's. I'm just saying, like, there's not even steps that we can give you to prevent it, right? Because well, it's think, not one of these things. It's, I think Josh's step is, is pretty much what I would say to everybody: is that if you feel like you're not being taken seriously or if you feel as though, you know, look, I went in for 45 minutes, somebody saw me for three seconds for something that I thought was very, very important, then regardless of your financial circumstances, regardless of whatever you need to to do, as my man Earthquake say, is I don't play about my L, right? Mm-hmm. So like you have to go to wherever you need to go to get another opinion to like, there are great doctors out there and if you feel yours isn't doing what they need to do, then you need to go talk to someone else. And if multiple doctors start telling you the same thing, then usually I think that lends itself like, okay, well maybe my doctor is right and maybe he just got to the uh, answer a little bit quicker than I would have wanted versus 
if you ask one and you say, okay, well, my doctor just shrugged me off, you go to another one and they treat you totally different, they give you a, a totally different answer, mm -hmm. well, now you have more information. And I think that for a lawyer, right, is going to put you in a different position, whereas if I came to you with one doctor who shrugged me off, but I didn't go see another one, yeah. your first answer, regardless, is always going to be, well, go talk to another doctor. Exactly. Right? Yep, 100%. So regardless of finances, the reality is if you feel you're not being given a proper level of care, you got to go talk to someone else who is also on their level of professional or higher and see if they give you the same result. Sure. And <clears throat> I, I mean, I guess my point, I was really just kind of making sure we explain to the viewers that, you know, medical malpractice is huge, right? Mm -hmm. So in some cases, that's all I was saying. Like the, you, there's nothing you can do to prevent it. You know what I mean? You go in for a routine procedure and, you know, a loved one gets killed. Right. Mm -hmm. And we've seen it. Right. A hernia surgery. Right. Really, what I'm saying is if something happens. Right. You don't need to live with that. Right. You need to talk to somebody. Right. So if Correct. something and there's things that you can't do to prevent it. Right. Because seeing another doctor in that case would have never helped because all you did was go in for something routine. So it's such a big umbrella. I want to make sure we're always covering everything like this one. You know, if she would have called a lawyer early on, somebody actually could have said, listen, go see another doctor. Right. Like, don't worry about the legal side. Like, if you don't right. feel comfortable with that, you need to go see a doctor. Yeah. Fortunately, you know, she got shrugged off and then it took a year. And I think that's very important as well. Right. Like, we're not telling you that if you get some kind of information that you don't like, run to see a lawyer. That's not, <laughs> yeah. that's not the point. It's, that's where I was going. It's almost like focus on yourself, you know? Like, right. Yeah. It's really that's why Josh said that. Right. My advice to her would have been go see another doctor now. Right. It's not even about the legal side. It's about, right. listen, if you're not happy, go see another doctor. Because the truth is, a lawyer is only going to take your case if something really terrible happened. Exactly. Right? So, like, True. the first thing that you should always be worried about is, like, fix yourself. Whatever the problem is, we want to fix it. Now, yep. if it is unfixable, then, yes, that now that's our job to try and say who messed up, why are you unfixable. But if there is a fixable problem, any responsible ethical attorney should tell you hey look we need to try and fix this as soon as possible you need to do xyz you know whatever you need to do to fix this problem and we can work we can worry about why it happened later correct right absolutely i mean that if somebody calls <clears throat> me with an ongoing problem like that exactly my first my first response 100 percent of the time is going to be you got to get in and see somebody else yeah exactly and here's some people that i mean even you know depending on where they are here's some people to call Right. Yeah, I may right. even give them information like, look, the, the, like, these people are all within 10 miles of you. Like, yeah. get on the phone, get off the phone with me and get on the phone with them. Yeah. Find out what they say. If there's a problem with the diagnosis, then you call us back. Yeah, exactly. Right? And if not, and then, and then we get involved from the legal aspect. But your, your mm -hmm. primary your, your health has to be your primary goal at all times. Correct. Right. You know, right. and that's I mean, that's that should go without saying, but sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. So, that's... you know, but. JJ's right. Like an attorney isn't necessarily going to take a medical malpractice case unless unfortunately, you know, there's, there's, there's a severe injury, yeah. right? Just because like this, like this case that we are all, that we've been talking about for a while now, like this, this is a 22 year old that yeah, had stage life, two cancer right, right. whose life is life essentially yeah. her quality of life now <clears> is, <throat> is fucked. Absolutely. Yeah. Versus what it would have been if these guys had the first time that she went in there, if the, if the even if the nurse practitioner the nurse practitioner can order the order the imaging order if the she wants imaging, so if the, exactly. the 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 NP could have just been like yeah you know what it's probably nothing but we're gonna send you anyway 
just to rule it which out. Is, where, and 99% of doctors would do that. And that's right. where I get And, and 99% right of there. nurse practitioners would do right. that. That's right, right? That's what, that's, that's my problem with this case, right? You go in with a clear sign that could be cancer. Right. right? I'm not a doctor. I'm just saying, if someone says, man, I have a lump on my breast, what's your first thought? It's not anything else other than Let's cancer. rule out breast cancer. Right. And that's the standard. Correct. And, and just so everyone Correct. understands, that's the standard of care. Right. So the standard of care is what would a normally a reasonably prudent doctor trained like any other reasonably prudent doctor? What would their reaction be if presented with that set of facts? And a reasonably prudent doctor would want to. First of all, wouldn't just but a reasonably prudent doctor wouldn't just delegate to a nurse practitioner. One, but a reasonably prudent doctor would say, yeah, nine times out of ten, it's nothing. But you know what? Let's make sure it's not that one. I've I've examined it. I've looked at it. (laughs) I don't think it's cancer, but we're going to send you anyway just yeah. to rule it out. And that's the problem. And they didn't I have. do that twice. Yeah, exactly. And that's why the right. jury destroyed them. As they should right? have. As they should right? have. As, as they, they should, should have. have. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess, and in, and in Chester County, as we as I started, it's a record, but 18 million is a insanely it's crazy that big verdict for Chester, for Chester County. County. I just want to throw that Phil- out. And it's funny, in Philadelphia, there's probably $18 million verdicts once a week. I was just going <laughs> to ask. Know? I doubt you know off the top of your head. Do you know what the record is oh, in it's, Philly? It's, I, I would for imagine. For now? No, for anything. For I mean, anything. I'm sure it's... No, it's, it's well no, over it's, I think So it's I want to make hundred, sure we're on the same page. It's you're hundreds saying, of millions. But you're yeah. saying that this is the highest verdict. It doesn't matter kind of case, right? This Is, is this the highest verdict? In that's in record, recorded, correct? Yeah, in, yeah, in Chester County. So that's what I mean. They so think like, I don't care what the case is in Philly. I was trying to figure out. Do you know what the highest? But I'm. I, I know say, it's in the hundreds I, I, of millions. Yeah, no, I, I know oh, a well, few that are over like one thirty. But that so yeah, but it, I mean that's crazy that it's the highest in Chester County. Right. So anyway, that's so been that, that's been that the in mind, guys. Remember podcast is to be funny but we're also going to try and give you all some yep. good information Absolutely. tell you who to call tell Watch you what you need to be looking clips out for we're giving you free advice and we have attorneys here that that obviously we know the legal system like the back of our hands but we know the meds the medical side of it as well we're well trained in the in medical malpractice and these types of cases so if you suspect anything like this obviously priority one make sure you're physically okay Yep. Priority two, if you think there has been a, a professional error or a medical error, then you got to get on the phone with us right away. Any, all three of us, we're capable. We handle these kind of cases, and we're, we're more than happy to, to, to jump in with you. Uh, all right, guys, so that's it. You got your primer on medical malpractice. You know who to call if that situation arises. Absolutely. You got, you got to hear Dave whine like a baby about having COVID. Yes, um, that is correct. And we got to talk about the, you know the rip-roaring social issues involving T.O. and <laughs> Karen. See how uncomfortable that, he is to just say racism? Yeah. <laughs> you know, this is what we get for letting him close out the episode. <laughs> All right, guys. All right, guys. Let's wrap it up. Time. Social commentary time. at its best right here. <laughs> next time. Right here. You can't get anywhere else. <laughs> Fight for Later. justice. Later. Peace out. Stay safe. George Floyd, Breonna Teller was amongst us We fight to shed light, so bright to fight injustice The pink is big and small, we want them all, please confront us Questions on the law, JJ, who you call? Come and get your justice Fight, 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 f